guys ready? It's time for Waterbound. Woo! All right. Episode Unlucky 13. <laughs> All right. We got past the dozen. Uh, it's Ted Wisenhot here. 13 is a power number, Ted. And Link Stallings. All right. All right. The infamous Link Stallings. So, um, especially with some people <laughs> after this weekend, huh? <laughs> that's right. That's right. So, there's, uh, uh, yeah, no, good stuff. So, so you know, uh, welcome to the podcast. And uh, of course, this is our podcast about uh, whitewater, mostly uh, small rafts in the southeast, and well, some uh, um, some IKs, some inflatable kayaks, or you know, kayaking some kayaking. Uh, knowledge and stuff. Some canoeing, uh, open boating. I don't even know what to say after that, other than um, <laughs> no knowledge, but comments, commentary. I guess we should we should say so. Yes. Uh, but yeah, we like uh, talking about rivers and such in our area, and we are in North Georgia, northernmost part of Georgia, in the mountains, a uh, beautiful area up here, yeah. Hiawassee, Young Harris, and uh, so we're really in a great launching spot uh, for a lot of rivers. So it's a hub. It's a hub, Ted. We're in the hub. We're, we're in the hub. We're up. in the hub of the southeastern whitewater, for sure, uh, you know. We're, 40, we're 45 we're, minutes from Nanty Haley. We're two hours from every major city. That's in, right. In the southeast. <laughs> Conveniently two hours from Atlanta, two hours from Chattanooga, two hours from Asheville. Um, Isn't that a geographic anomaly? It's two <laughs> hours from every, everywhere. Everywhere. <laughs> I'm a fop man. Um, yeah, so, I mean, really, we are in a good spot to launch out for uh, for all these rivers. We're like, you know, what, uh, 40, 40 minutes to Chattooga, maybe not about that 45 far. 45 minutes, yeah. yeah. Uh, about 45 to Nantahala, about an hour to the Ocoee. Um Takes you 45 minutes to get to the Nantahala? Yeah, I'm slow. Learn. I'm slow. Takes yeah. me an hour. Does it? Well, I guess I'm from the other side of town. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah. wrong side of the tracks. That's right. Tracks. You're on the wrong side of the tracks over there. Um, so, uh, tonight we're going to talk about, uh, our <clears throat> R1 experience, clinic, R1 clinic experience. Uh, R1, S1. That, S1, yeah. that's right. I don't, to, I don't, I don't say, to use proper terminology. I don't ever say S1 and, um, Link's always keeping me honest on that. Just, so. just trying to le- legitimize. <laughs> Which stands Shredder. for what? Well, Shredder yeah. or Paddle Cat. Yeah, one it person. It doesn't stand for Paddle Cat. No, it doesn't. <laughs> but, but Shredder stuff. It pays homage yeah, yeah, to the Shredder as you. being the, the main, you know, the, the top the innovator. Paddle Cat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so uh, yeah. Um, can I call it a P1? Like Fat, fat Cat PC, PC1? PC1. P1. Well, you know. P1, so P2? We were out there today. There were a lot of T1, a lot of T1ers out there uh, over the weekend. Did you see them? Tubers. Oh, tubers. <laughs> on especially on the lower Nulli. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Well, I guess our uh, our trip report is really going to just kind of lead into this topic, which the topic they're, they're pretty much the same. Yeah. Well, the topic is is like you know it ain't as easy as it looks. R one S one beginner tips. So after uh, after the weekend 
in this clinic. Um, you know, there were people with kind of all levels of experience uh, from like some really advanced boaters that you know were coming from from uh, you know a, a kayaking background, kayaking background yeah, to, that, that had some you know I think some um, injuries that that kind of took them out of the kayaking game. Yeah, uh, and and then some people who are who are you know kind of intermediate kayakers to. Uh, people who had, have been in, I guess they've done some R2, but they've never been in a boat alone. So mm-hmm. they truly, like the first time they got in their boat by themselves was on Saturday, which is fine. I mean, that was sort of expected. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah. But so from that, there were some things that just looking back, uh, some thoughts that that ringing is, is Miss Ida trying to get out. Ida and Rio, she rings a bell. She likes to. She likes for us to work for her, but um, but yeah. Looking back over the weekend, um, you know, just kind of what are some things that that stood out, you know, as things that that folks might want to know if they're trying to get into this. But, but anyway, we'll back up, and so let's talk about it. We had what ten. 10, 11 boats out there? Yeah, we had 11 boats on Saturday. and Well, basically... Both days. Yeah. 11 people on Saturday and 12 on Sunday. Um, but yeah, we had 11 boats on Saturday, and I think we ended up with 10 boats on Sunday. Yeah. Uh, because a couple couple folks uh, decided to R2 or S2. Um and we were on, up at on the, the, on uh, the bigger day on the when we ran the gorge, yeah. but we were, we're on Nolichucky, Nolichucky River up uh, in uh, Tennessee, um, North Carolina, Tennessee. Um, the Noli flows from North Carolina into Tennessee. Uh, basically, um, the the Whitewater stretch ends right there near uh, Irwin, Tennessee. And uh, we were standing uh, with the uh, with my buddy and the good folks at um, USA Raft. My buddy Matt Moses uh, took care of us there, um, you know, providing us a little a great base camp, um, you know, to launch out of and to come back to. And um, shuttles. And shuttles, yeah, took care of us there. And they're, like, in my opinion, like, I've only done it once before this, this trip, but... I would not want to do that shuttle on my own. It's well worth going down. And it, man, it's totally worth. Shuttle yeah, with them. you know, yeah, you got to kind of be on their schedule, but they offer two two shuttles a day. Yeah, because they have, um, they'll set you up a shuttle at any point. And so will Johnny's Uncle Johnny's uh, hostel down the down the way there, uh, where the AT crosses uh, uh, the bridge the the bridge over the Nolly there at. Um, uh, was that called Choda or whatever? But um, um, yeah, it's it's really cool, and I mean, it's a, just a great way to do it because you know leaves a lot, of, you know, majority of the legwork to them, and you know, you, and pay, you end up pay, right there. Pay pay them a couple bucks to take you up there, and you you know if you're running the lower nolly, which is which is a really cool run. From what I found uh, this out this weekend, because I I never run down past Chestoa. That's the name of it, Chestoa, which is uh, you know kind of like the 
the normal public takeout, forcers takeout or whatever there. Um, but uh, I've never run downstream in there, so I, I, you know, really hadn't seen it. And there's a there's there's a couple cool little rapids down there. Um, a lot more. That's their family stretch. So. Yeah, but it was it was. There's a you know there's a lot more action down there than I thought there would be yeah and so I, I enjoyed it and yeah and the reason that we did that section on Saturday is just to kind of assess people's uh, experience and abilities you know and water um, was kind of high right? the water was still um, you know was higher than I really than I, that I was hoping it would be on on Saturday and. Um, for I was, you know, I was thinking that yeah. the water from from the the week before would would have uh, dropped down a little bit, but it hadn't, and uh, it was still holding pretty pretty well all like, week, like twenty two hundred, right? Something well, like yeah, that. finally Saturday. by the time we got there, it was about twenty two hundred, and then um, yeah, I think was it twenty? Was it still like right around two thousand, maybe? Yeah, it was. It was like twenty one hundred two thousand cfs. When we were uh, putting in on Saturday, so, and, um, you know, just because, you know, folks may tell you something as far as their abilities or their experience, it's just a good way to kind of, you know, break the ice in some nice mellow stretch of water. And, um, you know, things still happened and went down and that was, it was good. We were in there. And just kind of seeing where everybody was at on, um, you know, on their, uh, um, you know, as far as the progression goes, that that was the 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 baseline basically, yeah. um, and uh, knowing where we needed to go after that, or you know, what we needed to work on as far as skills went. So yeah, yeah that was that was uh, it. Ain't as easy as it looks. That's <laughs> that's probably the. The tagline for the whole weekend, um, you know, and, um, you know, I, I will say uh, a lot of people, and, and this goes with with just about any, any, any sport, any adventure sport, those that, that have done it for a long time and know what they're doing, they make it look really easy mm-hmm. and really um, accessible and approachable by anybody, but... That, you know, that is not always the case, um, and which is a testament to the whole, you know, instruction, uh, you know, the whole instruction format, instructional format of paddling. Um, you know, you, you, you see somebody paddling on a video and, and you know, best kayakers canoers they make it look or canoeists they make it look easy you know and there there there's a lot of uh experience and time put in um into you know honing honing those skills and um so yeah some folks found out you know that yeah it is it is harder than it looks it's harder Um, i mean i think the preconceived idea about maybe getting in a raft uh, is just that, you know, and and I do think that it's more stable. So in that respect, like you're not necessarily going to flip as easily as you would in say a canoe or kayak, but controlling it 
I think might be harder. You know, like you're, yeah, yeah. you're, you're, you got more boat and making it do what you want it to do. That's a whole different thing than just being able to float down like it's a giant tube and bang and yeah. bounce. I mean, off. anybody can do that. Anybody yeah. can throw themselves off a waterfall in a raft and, you know, maybe probably come out the other end and, and um, and be fine, uh, you know. Stay in the boat, and the boat stays yeah. upright. But trying to trying to actually basic run it, things and, like like ferry or yeah, and not not that or, we were running waterfalls and rafts. <laughs> uh, that's not what this was about. But it was about introducing people to, you know, uh, and getting them comfortable with R one paddling, S one paddling. Um, just basics. Basic. Yeah, and, and just basic paddling your own raft. Um, and a lot of people would be like, well, why would I want to paddle my own raft if I have a kayak or whatever? Yeah, there's there's advantages in some ways. But, uh, you know, I just, you know, I've said it before, I, I kind of just lost, you know, lost sight of the fun in, in kayaking. And I love... You know, I do love rafting. It's something that it just I took to, and and um, you know, when I was pretty young, and and um, over the past ten years, I've gotten, you know, try to build up this skill base, you know, this um, this experience of of uh, you know taking taking rafts to places that you wouldn't necessarily see, or, you know, rafts, and uh, it's a lot of fun. Yeah, it makes some things easier. It makes some things, you know, it's it's definitely not easy to get get your boat down some of the places I go in a, in a raft. But um, there there's and then there's the social aspect of it because you know when we're when we're doing a trip, whether it be a beginner type of trip like this, or we're doing uh, you know it's me and a bunch of buddies, um, you know there 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 is a format, there is a flow to it that you know, we need to have and to make it successful. And we do look out for one another and, and, you know, definitely using trip awareness, um, because those are our people out there. And this weekend, those were, uh, our people. So hopefully we, you know, imparted some of that, uh, some of that awareness. The, the other thing about it that I think is surprising to people is if you, uh, you know, because it's a, it's more boat, is if you don't know really what you're doing, you have to work a lot harder. So um, the physical kind of difficulty of it, like that it, you know, it will wear you out physically by the end of the trip, if you, you know, if you're fighting it, um, it, it, it just does. But, um, well, the, 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 yeah. the, the more experience that I have with it, I'm doing a little better to like, try to literally go with the flow and not, no, <laughs> not you're, you're, it. You're, you're. <laughs> but it, it definitely takes, you know, like versus when I'm in a kayak, like, you know, I'm in a small boat, two blades, I can get anywhere I want to on the river with pretty, you know, minimal strokes and, you know, yeah. just, you know, it's pretty easy. If I want to get over there in, in a raft or the fat cat, then, you know, it's, 
I've got to bust it, you know, I'm, I'm worn out. But anyway, um, yeah, not as easy as it looks, that's for sure. No, but you're, you're I mean, you're, I've, I've seen you come along, um, you know, and you were my, my sweep boater. <laughs> you were my sweep on the trip, and I was, you know, the lead most of the time. But, um, yeah, uh, you know, the, the river is, uh, any river, you know, is, just a matter of working with it you know and and there are times where it's like battle you know you're battling the you know you're battling the river yeah but you're also trying to use use it to your advantage and to make you work less um you know but to go with the flow is you know mostly the idea um you know what i what i uh what i taught was uh that you know it's just efficiency and paddling and, um, you know, try to use the river to, like I said, to your advantage, um, and makes it a lot more fun and, you know, really, really good paddlers are efficient there. Yes. You know, it's, it's, uh, it's about, you know, efficiency of paddling and, and effectiveness and, you know, it's not always, you know, balls to the walls, hardcore paddling. It's, it's about just. You know, the, the river's taking you one direction. You want to go in that direction for the most part, but um, it's just finding a way to work with that. Yeah. So. Well, so I guess here, uh, so yeah, we're, we're, and so day two, um, so day one we did. Well, day, day one we did, you know, just some, um, you know, and this whole thing was kind of set up as a clinic, you know, with ten, it's, it's a rather large group of people yeah to be teaching anything in depth but you know it was really designed for folks with prior experience um with you know that were looking to get a little bit more out of the the r1 s1 experience and um you know um sorry guys i fell off the script (laughs) hey could you pull that script up (laughs) But uh, yeah, just set up you know a clinic. It was basically a, a river trip, you know, um, sort of a you know a guided river trip. But everybody's in their own boat that we could um, you know impart a, a little bit of knowledge as far as you know skills go, and but also get you know get people kind of interested, yeah. or or find out if you know. They're interested without without dropping a whole lot of money or right. on a boat yeah. and yeah. and uh, you know uh, you know putting all this effort into something that they may find out that they don't even like. Well, I think that you know uh, you know like a, a number of folks were like, yeah, this is this is exactly what I want, and yeah. a few folks were like, this is not really what I'm wanting, but. <laughs> You know, and I think that... Or yeah, not I think really was, sure. Or not I think really that was sure. helpful, too, though. Like, you know, like you said, uh, uh, you know, it's it, it easier to do that than to buy a boat, invest in a boat, and then find out that that's not your thing. But, yeah, um, but yeah. so day one, you know, kind of start out on the, the, the riverbank, uh, you know, kind of talking through just some basic safety things, because you don't know... You know, yeah. What, I mean, who, we, who we knew what about you know? Has anybody had swift water rescue or not? And not yeah. that it was a swift water rescue course, but no, and, some, and, some and, bits of that. Yeah, I definitely didn't. Uh, I definitely, um, you know, told everybody that you know we're 
we we may teach uh, a little bit of rescue technique, you know, as far as throwing a throw bag, you know, because everybody, um, everybody had a throw bag and, you know, re- rescue bag, a rescue rope. Uh, but uh, just kind of break it down from, you know, the format of the trip, you know, lead, lead and sweep type setup, uh, kind of trying to just attempting to keep everybody in between us, lead and sweep, um, you know, a li- little bit about my background and, you know, just introducing, you know, self, so, some, some people kind of knew of me or us already that we, yeah, we're still on there. <laughs> But, um, and then went into like rigging the boat and some different, different methods to rig, um, you know, the strangle strings, danger lines, danger ropes. I love that that gets a mention in every podcast. (laughs) Shout out. Uh, but, uh, yeah, rigging up, uh, our, you know, our perimeter lines and box straps and, you know, how to, how to self-rescue into the boat, back to the boat and into the boat, um, and also how to, um, you know, how to rescue others um, and just kind of using, a, you know, uh, a modified version of, a, a, you know, a kayak rescue or ducky rescue mm-hmm. uh, for the raft, um, getting, helping someone get in their boat without, you know, getting too far from yours. Um, you know, what else? So, we, you know, we discussed some, some, some basic um, uh just gear uh essentials you know um helmet pfd um paddle a spare paddle because uh, if yep. you are one paddling you, you really need a spare and um, that you know happened on day two that somebody needed their spare yeah yeah <laughs> definitely and um you know uh just basic uh, uh essentials you know dry bag with a first aid kit um, you know, what I carry, basically I show them what I carry in mind. Um, and, um, first aid kit and carabiners, pressics, uh, pulleys for a pin kit or wrap kit and, um, hair, you know, hair pomade, hair pomade. Yes, <laughs> exactly. Ted, 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 Ted's a Dapper Dan man. Cologne. Um, but uh, you know, layers and some snacks and and all that kind of stuff. So, um, and then we, you know, eventually after lunch, got on the water. Um, and like I said, never been down uh, the lower portion of Lower Noli uh, after the um, we put in there at USA Raft, and you, you get a couple rapids right off the bat. You know, which are are pretty mellow, fun. Class two uh, type rapids at the water level we had just you know mainly splashy fun uh, but we had you know a little calamity that got kind of spread out right off the bat and some folks were having a hard time uh, with strokes and I think that's like you know when I first got in a raft by myself that was you know just you know you start paddling on one side you're going to go in circles and I think that happened to a lot of people and that was the biggest hurdle i think to overcome for some folks like on the whole trip um yeah and you know and i know that like you know how would you describe the paddle stroke that you most often use oh man um 
You know, it's it's funny just because um, I'm so... You don't think about it. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> you know, in, in doing this and, and setting up to do this clinic and all, uh, and then and thinking about it all, I'm like, oh, what do I do? I just... Because I, I have always just done. And I think a lot of my friends were kind of wondering about, you know, why why do people need to learn this? Because... You know, don't you just do it, you know, and, and we have, if, if you've ever been a raft guide, you just learn how to do it, you know, mm-hmm. but, um, you know, when we're guiding, when we're raft, gu- when we're driving customers down the river, we're basically R1 paddling <laughs> just with weight in the boat and they're providing the power a lot, but it's, it's using that, that part of your brain that, you know, that. I think applies and and it has just always come so easy to me. Um, I think also you know the the idea of sitting in a back. Well, know, it, it's a different thing than sitting on like it, one it side is, but it isn't. Yeah. It is, but it isn't. You know, I mean, we we have to we 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 are basically our one paddling with weight in the boat all day. You know, in, in a raft. The only thing is, you know, you have power at you know on demand you whenever need you need it. Yeah. it. And <clears throat> granted, you don't. You don't have to. Um, you you don't have a lot of power on demand when you need it, you know, even though you may wish you did when you're R1 or S1 paddling. So um, I use a combination of strokes. Um, you know, I use everything from you know basic forward stroke that you know basically starting out by you know leaning, reaching forward, and then you know. Using using my core and and pulling pulling back through my hip and that's a basic forward you know whitewater stroke you're not going real far with that a lot of people think it's this big long stroke that you're getting you need you're the longer the better and that's not necessarily the case um, you know I've always found that you know shorter strokes equal more strokes. And that's more effective, you know, it's like a quicker cadence, but also, um, you know, you're only getting the power part of that stroke because, you know, once you go past your hip on any, any stroke, especially in whitewater, you're kind of undoing everything you did in the power part of it. So it's a combination of that, uh, a modified J stroke, um, which is, you know, uh, basically taking um, you know taking a forward stroke and then on right as you get to your hip on the end you're you know rolling your wrist uh, up and at the end kind of prying off the boat now or going into a rudder either one you know it just kind of depends on the situation um, you know if, if I've got good current a lot of times, all I need to do is rudder, and I'm and I'm where I want to be. But if I need to turn the boat to the right sharply, I need to you know or or a quick little a quick little turn to the right, which I do like right hand angle as a right side paddler. Um, I like right hand angle because every forward stroke I take turns the boat a little bit left. Um, you know so. It's it's a combination of forward strokes, you know, maybe one or two if I can get them in quick and they're and they're 
providing a little momentum and then a forward stroke and then uh, or basically a J stroke at the end of that and then going back into forward stroke J stroke or J stroke J stroke forward 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 J stroke so you're just well, and you, paddling for for what you need in the moment and again like you know just for for a beginner even talking about a J stroke it can be like a, a whole new like they don't they they may not even know what that is so yeah I you mean know, you like could call it a had, rudder stroke you yeah could yeah, call yeah. It because you know but, I mean you, you can you it. can Google you can look that up on YouTube if you're yeah. not sure but it's uh, I'm just saying like if if somebody's a kayaker um, you know or they're a ducky paddler um, or they're an R two paddler they may have never used a, a J stroke. You know well, what I mean? If, if, so you're, if, you're, if, you're, canoe, if you're an R2 <laughs> paddler, you, you probably have. Yeah. So and you may not even realize it. If you're an open boater, if you're then if you, you know canoe, yeah, you they, should know they it. They know it. They know it. But, um, but you and, know, and which is what which is why which is why yeah. whenever I was beginning to paddle, you know, at Camp Carolina in Brevard, North Carolina, you give them a shout out. <laughs> Love the Thompsons. Um you had to start in a canoe. Yeah. There's a foundation. And see, we're skipping all past all that nowadays. That's right. There's no more foundational type of type of skills. All right. And I'll ruffle some feathers here. With, yeah. That's right. Get on it. <laughs> Give me another foundation. beer. <laughs> but no, but there, there, there's a foundation and there's, there's great knowledge that can be you know, can be uh, used across, you know, the spectrum and all different types of paddling um, that that we don't do anymore. We just, you know, like, I want to learn to kayak. So everybody gets to learn how to kayak because they go to a kayak school or they go to, with a club or whatever. But, man, there's there's a lot of great knowledge to be gained from learning how to canoe. Yeah. You know, learning how to just paddle an open boat, a canoe across a lake. Well, you and know, that was can, like, can you maintain a course? Yeah, that's the first can, thing I ever got into was like, you know, I had a, had a, you know, what was it at Camp, Camp Winnetoska? Um, but, you know, and then that was my first boat that and I owned. Should we even go into the no, camp no. conversations we had well, by the I'll fire this, the other night? I'll tell you this, though, what <laughs> I, I did come back uh, because I met my wife at camp and our kids go to camp and uh, <laughs> the same camp. Yeah, yeah, to, yeah, yeah. But what's great about it is we actually found out a number of folks, you know, the common thread was they were. They'd all been to like summer camps and work yeah, at summer man. camps or did I think stuff. it's good stuff. I do too. Yeah. Go to summer camp. Learn to Send your kids to summer learn camp. To anyway. <laughs> um, but, now. But yeah, my, my, my first boat I ever owned was like a big, you know, gigantic Coleman canoe. You know, it was, you know, and paddling flat and slow water. And, but yeah, I had to learn a J stroke. And, you know, and so anyway, I just say that because. I know for a fact, like a lot of people don't know how to do that. And, yeah. uh, and it's not, again, that's not like, uh, it's not necessarily intuitive. No, it's, it's, you know, like it's, it's not until you start doing it and realize there's, there's, there's a reason why you do it there. There's a purpose behind that stroke. You know, yeah. we're, we're not just paddling to paddle. You know, there's, we, we, we do have a goal. We do have a strategy you know, which is important to have when you're, you know, and that's that's what I did try to um, to teach everyone. It's like, 
you know, make <laughs> make little goals for yourself. Yeah. Like when you're paddling downstream, don't just don't just go downstream for the sake of paddling downstream. Like if you see, you know, you see uh, a little slot, a little slot between two rocks, and you know you want you want to go through it. Set set the goal. Like okay, that's what I'm shooting for, and you know try to attempt to do that. And if it doesn't work out, don't sweat it. Yeah. Just just you know just come up with something else. Another I agree. Little. Like when I'm in any boat and let's say I'm on the like the Nantahala and I've done it a hundred times that keeps me like interested is I'm like okay well I'm, I'm going to try to do this this time I'm going to try to go yeah, left I mean, here I'm going to try to go little, right I'm going to you know I, I love doing that it you know keeps it interesting yeah little little goals little uh little challenges you know and and that you know that helps make you better um you know uh, uh one of one of our folks um said at the end of the day to me on on Saturday he's like man He's like, probably the best thing I learned this weekend from, you know, the whole thing was, yeah, as far as, a, as, far as the J-stroke goes, it's not, or maybe he was talking about J-stroke, or maybe he was just talking about the, a pry, is that it's, it, in a raft, it's, it's better to, he's like, you told me it's, it's better to probably do a reverse sweep than it is a pry. And in a way, I do agree, you know, even though I said it, <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, you know, because we don't, we don't pry a lot in a raft. I mean, we kind of do, but we do, but we're prying back towards the back, you know, we're prying off of our hip, which ends up, you know, being, that's the, one of the key components of the J stroke in a raft is kind of prying off of our hip and behind us. Mm-hmm. So that ends up being like a reverse sweep. Yeah. And, and, and it's more so, and, you know, a reverse sweep. Is just basically taking the blade, the blades, you know, the blade is behind you and you're sweeping out to kind of perpendicular. Granted, we don't always go that, that far out with the reverse yeah. sweep unless we actually absolutely have to. But just a little, you know, boom, just a little kick at the end. Um, and that helps turn the boat a lot, a lot sharper and a lot, you know, a lot stronger. Um Back, say if I'm a right side paddler and I reverse sweep on the right, it's going to turn me right. So, um, the opposite to that would be a forward sweep. You know, grabbing from in front up where you would normally take a forward stroke, which is kind of vertical down the side of the boat, and you sweep out to about perpendicular, and that helps to turn the boat back to the left yeah. if you need to get that left hand angle. So, but yeah, um, Chuck. Yeah, Chuck Chuck, Roast. Chuck, Chuck Roast was like, uh, yeah, man, that's probably like one of the greatest things I learned today was, you know, this weekend was that, you know, a reverse sweep for me is better than a pry. And I'm like, cool, you know? Yeah. Um, the, and uh, I'll tell you another thing that I found if I take somebody like, Art just you know to R2 and you know maybe they've got uh, plenty of paddling experience um, yeah um, is that they you know when, you, when I'm in a raft and certainly R1 is even more so this is that it takes a few like if you turn the boat upstream or you're trying to catch an eddy it takes 
several strokes to move the boat. You know, a lot of times um, I'll be with a R2 partner and they haven't done it much. We'll, we'll try to catch an eddy. They'll, they'll give it like one or two strokes and stop. And they'll quit. Yeah. And yeah. I'm like, no, like, <laughs> like keep going until we, till we hit that rock, you know, and it may take us like, you know, 10 strokes, but I mean, you got to like, you got to dig in to get that boat moving. It doesn't move with the same ease that, you know, a kind no, of I mean, it, might. It's always doing like a skid. Yeah. You know, and, um, but like a kayak or canoe, you, you know, say like with catching an eddy, you, you always aim for the back of the eddy, not just to come across the eddy line. And yeah. just stop there. You don't stop there. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah, yeah. It's always, you know, you, you go into there. the eddy and keep going until you're at the back or the top of the eddy for the most part. And, yeah, and, and we saw that quite a bit this weekend yeah. where people would, like, they'd come across the eddy line and they'd hit the eddy line and start to spin and they'd just stop. Yeah, and then they'd drift and, back out in the current. Uh, or, yeah, kind of spin out yeah. on the on the edge and... And so, and, you know, this was coming from people who had told us, you know, prior experience. And I'm like, okay, like, yeah, you know, we're going to work on this and, you know, practice like, yo, uh, relearn catching eddies. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, and, uh, you know, and then, you know, a lot of people started to, you know, put it into action and, and uh, definitely saw them going for it. Um you know, and what, what I, like one of the first things I went over or one of the first things once we got on the river, we started you know, having some troubles with, you know, folks with, with having troubles with the strokes and, you know, and, and all that, which was to be expected. Sure. You know, we had, we yeah, were like not 10, 15 minutes in and um, some of them were paddling an entirely new craft some of them had gotten a raft, but only R2 paddled or, or and S2 some were, paddled. And some were just demoing. So, yeah. I mean, they, yeah, they didn't we, even, ha- yeah. So, I mean, truly like the first experience. Yeah. And that's great. So, I was, and I was like, listen, you know, your boat, uh, especially as an R1 paddler, as you cross an eddy line, it may start to spin. And if you can't counter that spin with a quick, quick rudder or a, or a forward stroke or a draw or something like that. Um, let it spin and and then go into like a backstroke, uh, into a back ferry, backward, you know, because, I mean, honestly, uh, the great thing about rafts is, you know, they float forward, sideways, catch, backwards. Yeah, they're not going to catch that side edge. <laughs> yeah, they're not going to catch an edge as, as drastically is 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 a kayak wheel even though if you do lean the you know lean the right direction at the wrong time <laughs> yeah or the wrong direction at the right time you will take a swim but um but yeah we worked on that and some of them you know started to figure that out it's like oh well yeah if i don't go in here and i start to spin around i can still move backwards in the eddy mm-hmm. you know backwards and into the eddy just cuz i just because i you know change my raft change direction doesn't mean my my goal did yeah and so instead of going in forward back it on in and some of them got that and that was that was cool to see um same you know same kind of thing with a uh you know with trying to do a peel out you know like to charge out of that eddy like to really you know like 
I think a lot of people, if they're used to paddling a kayak, they may they may take one or, one or two strokes and and pop through that eddy line. But with the raft, you really got to like, you know, you got to like charge out of there, and it may take you. Yeah, you know, I, I call it getting a running start. Like you know, it, it's going to take me several strokes to get to get some momentum to to yeah, out of that eddy. Unless you you have the right right angle and the right the the right strokes to apply, you know, because um, they're you know, you you can't ever really gain that much momentum. Yeah, it's hard to, and 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 when you're R oneing a raft, when you're R twoing a raft, you know, a f- raft full of people, the advantage is the weight that carries your momentum in the current. You know, whether it be into an eddy or an out of an eddy, or through a wave or a hole, but Weight's an advantage, and so we're working at a disadvantage um, with just one person. So mm-hmm. it's it's about knowing when to take those strokes more so than, you know, I'm just going to get all the momentum I can get and, and use that to carry me out. You know, so it's got to be a combination of, of paddling for, you know, the, the right amount of momentum or paddling when you need it, and then also ruddering, drawing, prying, you know, when you need it. And, it, you know, if you set an angle, you can, you know, what what I love about, uh, what I love about rafts uh, is I can sit on the, you know, an eddy line and I can just take one stroke out and I can set my angle and I can hold my angle and I can swoop out of there like, you know, because that much surface area on the bottom of your raft, if especially if you're coming out of a net if you're catching an eddy or peeling out of an eddy and you're on the um, you know you're on the not the side of opposition where the current's hitting but on the <laughs> opposite you know if you're on the downstream side basically of the boat you can carve out of an eddy you know quite quite beautifully mm-hmm. and you can even you know big big strong ones you can lean out there and get on a big forward stroke or a big draw and and lift the upstream tube out of the water and swoop out of there or into the eddy and that's that's super fun it, it will carve like like a hard boat yeah. if you make it do that but if you're just you know lackadaisically trying to get out and not really attacking it and and or you know if you just can't figure those strokes out it's gonna it's gonna be a little bit harder but it, it'll come with time the more you do it the more you do it and and um yeah, but if I'm ever on the upstream side of the boat or the side of opposition as I come out of an eddy or, or catch an eddy, I come in a little bit steeper, like, toward that eddy. Like, I don't come in facing shore. I come in facing more downstream into the eddy mm-hmm. as I'm catching it. Or whenever I peel out, I'm facing more upstream because I know when the other side of the boat starts to grab, it's going to want to spin a little bit, and I'm kind of prying off of that. And I'm trying to get up and up and away from the eddy a little bit more. So, those those types of um, those types of moves are a little bit harder. But um, you know, there again, if you get spun around, you just go back and you know, you just basically do something <laughs> proactive. Yeah, yeah, just yeah. try to be proactive. Yeah. At, try to at, take control, I guess. Like, yeah. yeah. Even if you're out of control, try well, to hey, take so, control. Hey, uh, so I'm going to crack this up in here. So what are we 
what's, you're, our, what's our beer? We got you're drinking a uh, pie. All right, which we which talked used about to be that, that, that yeah, that's what you said. Uh, we used talked to be about high last five. Week. It used to be high five terrapin, but now it's up high. I wonder and what, what that's all about. I've got this terrapin senior crunkles, senior crunkles, tropical agave <laughs> IPA, and it's it's pretty fruity. All right. Um, I've tasted some fruity, fruity things. All right. Again, this is the Terrapin Beer Company out of Athens, Georgia. Yeah. About, what are they, an hour south of us? Hour and a half. Yeah. Yeah. All right. They need to send us some free beer up here. Wow. Um, what do you think? Sure. I mean. <laughs> we we got to get sponsored. Uh, well, we sort of are Sweetwater, but no, you know it's just that's right. We we kind of right. Link is a cover boy. We 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 kind of do this. Uh, he's a Sweetwater, cover, you know, cover boy. Broad spectrum uh, sampling of uh, the southeast finest. This was ales. the uh, what, what was this called? This because this had a little bit of everything from survival the, survival IPA survival kit. Yeah. So this was this is what yeah. it took after. After a, a long weekend, of yeah. Water. <laughs> uh, no, uh, so all right. So let's sort of switch over to like day two. So so day one, yeah, we did that well, mi- me, milder th- section. Let me throw yeah. one more thing in. You know what? What I noticed and what I I never really thought about is uh, on my forward strokes. Occasionally, I'll I'll um, you know sometimes shorter. Um, Shallower strokes help. That way, you're just you're just grabbing that surface current, um, but you're not you're not getting your whole blade in the water, so it's less drastic of a uh, like a counter turn mm-hmm. on on your stroke. However, there are times where I'll go in deep. I'll go under the boat with yeah. with my stroke, and I'll I, you know I'm, I'm, I'll go under the boat with my with my paddle blade and try to get the water that's under there. And I'll, I'll be leaning out over my stroke and on a forward stroke, it's imperative. It's, it's so important that you get that stroke vertical. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that, that was you, that was definitely something that a lot of people right out of the yeah. Because a lot of people like, like a row, like a rowing, like an oar rig, like you know, like they're they were sweeping well. Well, they're to the sweeping, side. Yeah, yeah. So that, sweeping. of course that would make you spin. Yeah, and and uh, you know, just like in canoeing, the 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 most effective forward stroke is you know it's vertical. You're mm-hmm. you're also leaning over your stroke because mm-hmm. your stroke acts as a brace. You're you're you know basically doing a brace. Yeah, uh, when you paddle and leaning out over that is stability, and being comfortable in that is is tough. Well, that that's when you're starting out. Yeah, yeah. But the other thing you said when I first tried to R one, I had no idea is that softer sort of stroke. Like like don't you don't have to kill it every time. Like you might not be every making, time. Yeah, you, know, you might be making these like forward strokes that are. Uh, that are kind of gentle in a way, like you know, like I was trying to, you know, like yeah. like power through every stroke, you yeah, know, and it, of yeah. course that just leads to, you know, like when you need it, yeah, but but yeah, like just, to keep it just kind of going, mm-hmm. you know, like an easy kind of light yeah, stroke, and, might and be by the, by, the I had no idea about that. By gentle, <laughs> by gentle, yeah. softer. We don't mean just putting <laughs> what, your paddle in the mean? water. <laughs> what are we talking about, paddling? Um. No, but yeah, you know, I mean, being effective, but also, 
you know, a shallower stroke is is in in a way it's just it's just grabbing the the top of the current, you know, and so you know I notice this and and um, you know like when I whenever we're racing, uh, whenever we were in Australia racing, you know with with uh, um, f- forward stroke with a big stroke you start to kind of lurch the boat up out of the water mm-hmm. and that's not always good. Yeah, in some cases. You know, just to get your point across, you're like, you know, with customers, we're like, hey, you got to, you know, make sure you're the boat at the front of the boat's picking up out of the water. But that's not necessarily faster because it's, it's you know, on the resistance of the boat and the resistance of against the water. If the boat's lurching up out of the water, it's going up and down. You're not necessarily going faster. And same thing with a paddle stroke. If you're splashing a lot, you're probably not like getting the full right yeah. right so somewhere in between yeah <laughs> you know uh you don't want to be flailing you don't want to be you know you don't want that boat you know surging up out of the water too much um it's like in flat water when we're ra- when we're racing and the, you know this the, all this knowledge is you know all this stuff kind of um you know runs the full spectrum but on flat water you you want to glide across the top of the water, and if the boat is lurching on you, <laughs> guess what? You're you're going to be creating more resistance, yeah. Because the the boat's bouncing basically yeah. through the water, and you want to glide across. But in white water, when you get in current and waves and all that, it's not as important. Yeah. Then. So you can lurch a little bit here and there. And that's what you're doing when you're going up and over waves is you're kind of like timing it where you're trying to go up and over the wave, you know, come down the back, hit the next one. Or, you know, with holes and stuff like that, you're trying to keep the front of the boat up and out of the water and to launch yourself over that hole. So it's, it's you know, and it comes with time to figure out how to do all that stuff and, you know, I mean, instructions are a great way to do it. So, but yeah, going into day two, um, you know, we had um, we did the upper. I mean, the gorge. Yeah, Nolly Gorge. Yeah, the, the you can call like, it the upper. Yeah, but it's just known as the gorge. Um, and put in there at Poplar, North Carolina, and uh, you know, after a after a fun shuttle ride and a <laughs> van that felt like it was about to blow up from heat and then, then cold. And, but we got there, uh, we did just, uh, a little refresher on, you know, the trip format and we, uh, got in and started working on some, uh, ferry moves and, oh yeah, I did show everybody how to strap some rigging. Yeah. Some, some rigging for carrying into, uh, you know, uh, long ways, you know, longer put in trails and stuff like that. And, uh, I think that was well received and, um, hope that helped folks out, but that's huge. I mean, everybody's got to carry them. And so, yeah. Yeah. How do you carry a raft by yourself? It's hard to figure that out on like day one. (laughs) That's right. Um, so yeah, we got in, got going, um, uh, shout out to Randy for, Randy Demchek for coming in and helping out, helping out, uh, setting some some extra safety, and uh, we had some folks on day two, uh, you know, that were having some troubles on day one, and you know that 
weren't, you know, weren't completely strong and, you know, the R1 or S1 type of setup. But, you know, I said, hey, we can, you can R2 or S2. And they were like, okay, you know. And so um, a couple, uh, married couple that was in the class that were paddling separately on day one, they jumped in their boat together uh, on day two and did a great job. Did great. Yeah, um, yeah you definitely saw them kind of shine and, and uh, start to figure some things out and definitely more confident. I think, too, that, like, in a way, you know, I mean, of course, day one, there was more flat water. So, of course, that's even tougher, you know, on those paddle strokes. And so having a little current, uh, you know, made it a little, a little more fun, a little little more, you know, you can you can kind of just guide it to some degree. Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, it was, it's... But, uh, but another one of our folks, uh, she was one to R2, and uh, we enlisted Randy, to help us out with that, and uh, he took uh, he took her uh, down the river. She had a she had a great time. Um, yeah, and I think she determined that in the end that yeah the S one she was paddling a, a star slice that the S one uh, setup wasn't really for her. And she's paddled all kinds of boats over the years. So yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. She just given it a try, and it was all positive. So, but yeah, we had. Uh, you know, the, the Nully Gorge, uh, majority of the Big Rapids are right there at the beginning. So, By the way, that uh, the there's an article that I saw today on Facebook that uh, had the Nully, Nullichucky as one of the top ten rafting rivers in the world by the, I don't know. USA Today. Somebody. So, yeah. whatever. Yeah, but, basically but anyway, USA <laughs> Today sent out... Sent out a bunch of stuff on, you know, um, um, I think it was USA Today, pretty sure. They they come out with these online polls a lot. And then, you know, then it's a, uh, it's a you know, uh, with a popularity contest, yeah. you know. You well, it, it was it was something that, I mean, because a bunch of them weren't in the U.S. either. So they were yeah. like all over. But, yeah. but anyway, it, it yeah. is a beautiful river. It's so. a great river. I love, love the Nulli. So, yeah. Um, you know, and and um, yeah, maybe that'll help them out. They're they're currently trying to get you know um, it designated wild and scenic. Uh, I hope they can get it done. Uh, the, I mean, the only thing that the only only thing that I would I would have against that being wild and scenic is you got the railroad on River Left, and you know, in, in my mind, wild and scenic kind of it's got to be. It's got to be sort of, you know, I mean, there, there's other wild and scenic rivers with a road or a railroad next to them, I think, but I don't know. I just think yeah. that, you know, for it to be, now it can be a little tiny section of a, of a yeah. longer river, but I think it's got to be, you know, there's certain qualities that it's got to be. A barrier, yeah. Yeah, so, but. Uh, <clears throat> but anyway, yeah. beautiful river, but beautiful. it starts out with a bang, right? Yeah, it starts out <laughs> with a bang and, um, you know, and. I, I, I will admit, you know, I thought there was, yeah, even in the very first set of rapids uh, um, there at, uh, you know, entrance or whatever they call it there, I thought that we might have a little action there, and everybody came through there shining. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. Um, you know, really awesome. Um, and it, it was a point... There was definitely a point there where we kind of turned over a couple of our, you know, more confident... R1 paddlers over and and had them 
follow uh, Randy and his and and his R two down because they had a prior a lot of prior experience. So um, and it was running at like eighteen. Yeah, 18. we had we had eighteen so it came down a little eighteen hundred to seventeen hundred yeah. throughout the day. So uh, so yeah, it came down a little bit from the day the day before. And it just made it, a, a, you know, maybe a little bit slower, maybe, you know, more technical in a way, but also a little bit slower, a little, a little yeah, more manageable. So, yeah. but that's still uh, plenty of water. Oh, yeah. Them, it was, right? yeah. You know, it was, it was plenty of water. They run that. They run it up to 5,000 CFS. And the, down, the, to down to they, 900. No, they run it lower than that. Yeah. And, uh, you know, they used, I forget when they used to start using duckies, but they don't paddle duckies down there as much on commercial trips. But, you know, even down to really low, the, the bigger rapids are channelized. Mm-hmm. So there's ways through them yeah. in smaller craft, so like a ducky or a kayak or canoe. You just gotta, you know, you gotta want it. Yeah, but there's plenty, so. plenty of water. Yeah, and so yeah, we hit that first. Yeah, and then entrance. We, did everybody did great? Yeah, and then uh, we gathered up right above the next, next, you know, significant rapid on the rocks, and uh, showed them, you know, about scouting a rapid, and kind of sh- showed them, uh, you know, all the features uh, where the rocks were. Except Dom and I, I think the, floated on through. Couple of waves. No, that, that, was, that was quarter mile, dude. Quarter mile. So anyway, yeah, and um, you know, um, uh, Randy and myself went downstream. We set up safety ahead of time on you know strategic points on rocks and whatnot, and uh, everybody went for it, and everybody did really well yeah. on the rocks. It was like yes, you know. Um, it was really cool. Style. Um, and then we, uh, we were like, Ooh, yay. And then we went around the corner and like a few little things started to unravel there <laughs> at, uh, the next rapid, which is well-known, uh, big wave hole called Jaws. And, um, basically, you know, I told everybody we're eddying out, uh, on the right, you know, after the rapid, you know, which, um, basically, you know, it's a big eddy on the right and, um, we went in and I was just feeling frisky. So, <laughs> and I dropped into jaws, you know, I was like, basically told them don't go where I'm at. So, and I went into the hole, started surfing and, and, uh, the little thundercloud immediately, <laughs> immediately flipped and i was like yeah it's pretty stout level you know it's pretty good level for lower flow um and flip and you know popped out flipped my boat right over and then climbed back in and looked upstream and someone had kind of gone right in behind me and brad and they flipped they flipped he flipped his raft and uh was able to get to the left shore real quick pretty quick i think yeah. and then i i rescued his boat um and then uh we everybody, everybody kind of made it until yeah until and uh, david no, came along well, and got a little yeah got a little surfing act no 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 <laughs> no need to mention names but yeah homeboy just dropped dropped in and uh, i mean i was trying to I was pushing Brad's boat to shore look upstream and I see a big surf going on and uh, rodeo time 
And uh, but it was stable. He was in a fat cat. He was in a fat cat demo from that I gave him. I never him flipped. Use. And never flipped. And uh, rode it out. Well, he didn't ride it out. Uh, he got roped out of the hole by a uh, you know a boater friend on the sh- on the rocks there, and uh, got him to shore. And we pulled over, had lunch, had some laughs. <laughs> um, and you know, I wanted to I get the fat that cat in there. Right there, by the isn't way. it awesome? Yeah, I love, it. I love yeah. hanging out right there on those cliffs. And i i had to I had to just I had to go in and see myself how that fat cat would do at that level. And I paddled the fat and it and it, it's auto at that level. It the hole just takes you in there, and immediately started to surf. And then I got in there. And I'm like, and I was really comfortable. It was stable, and it was kicking pretty good, but side surfing that fat cat and i was like man i may not be able to paddle out of this <laughs> i got myself. some picks i got some picks of it but uh i was able to eventually paddle out and uh out to the left then we had lunch and went on downstream and um yeah we got to quarter mile rapid pulled over above quarter mile on the left and scouted it you know the top part um kind of the crux move quarter mile really is at that level is the very top um and um yeah hungry jack was definitely cranking the big hole in the middle downstream um so we kind of showed everybody where they wanted to go uh you know the options uh and what we were going to do what we were going to attempt to run and um while we were all trying to eddy out there (laughs) Uh, one of our guys, plus Ted, uh, kind of blew through. They I'm missed. Sweeping. They, they I'm missed. Sweeping the, it, Ted was sweeping up the back, you know, <laughs> just cleaning up up the stuff. And uh, they came through and missed the Eddie. Um, they were kind of far or dominant. Uh, he was far right. He yeah. was kind of out toward the middle and tried to get him to just kind of running up onto a bunch of rocks in the middle, but that didn't work. So he he came came down through there and was able to spin around and get to the far right side of the entrance, which was awesome. Awesome move. Uh, definitely playing it, yeah, the safe move at that point. And I uh, got to the far right, way far right of Hungry Jack, and then uh, told Ted to follow him, and then Ted ran all the way down the left side. I just took off. Yeah. <clears throat> so. not, not on purpose, but, yeah, no, but it was game on. So. Because it's coming at you so fast, and you know it's hard to slow stuff down. And it was, and and anyway, I kept trying to get off like as soon as I could, which yeah. I probably should have just run it all the way down. But anyway, that put me in a couple of bad spots. But it was fine. I got out. It wasn't that bad. Got but, out. Um, I ran some kind of crack down there that I was like, oh no, but anyway, <laughs> made it out. <laughs> um. So. Uh, yeah, we scouted it out and then, uh, I ran first. We, we set up our, you know, midstream shore safety there and, uh, everybody looked pretty good. They were all kind of running conservative and one of our guys, uh, who hadn't swam yet flipped off of, uh, I guess this pearly gates is the top rock gate rock move there at the top out of the eddy and he flipped off the left the downstream left rock, um, which put him right out in the middle of 
the mank. And, uh, but he swam back to the left, avoided Hungry Jack, and got roped in by a buddy on the left side, river left side. And then his you, boat came right to yeah, me. Yeah, you grabbed his boat. Yeah. His boat came right to me, and I was able to flip it over. And, and um, I was right beside Hungry Jack, the big hole down there. And um, and then everybody else ran pretty pretty well. Um, and then uh, Ted was next to me on on river left, and we we uh, roped. I, I threw my clipped my rope off to that boat and threw him my rope, and they pulled the boat to shore, and we cleaned that up. And then everybody went through the bottom a quarter mile really really yeah, well. No problem. Um, even that downstream at Murphy's Ledge, which is a big river-wide, like, pour-over ledge, which is kind of gnarly. It was just like, go left or right. Just yeah. go against the left bank or against the right bank. Those that went right went right up against the right bank, down the, <laughs> down the wall. Yeah, and that was exactly how what that was meant to do. But um, it, was, uh, it was sporty fun. And then we did have a swimmer in uh, – um, What's that next one? Um, oh, dang it. Um, is this the one where, it's where, where, where the boat got stuck? No. Or, no. Uh, we, we had a swimmer there at the next rapid, which is escaping me. Um, anyway, uh, real quick swim. And then we got around you know, on downstream a good ways and uh, by Lost Cove. And uh, there's a little... It's kind of a weird angled ledge hole, bunch of bunch of sticky spots in it, and uh, Randy uh, and his R two were 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 in the middle of the river behind a, a good in a good eddy, and they were watching everybody come through the top of the rapid, and um, uh, one of our guys who was in a cloud nine, who's one of our you know pretty pretty solid paddlers, he dropped over. And I was right behind him. He dropped over this ledge left of me and then spun around and then started paddling for the hole that was below <laughs> this ledge. And it was like right in front of me. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. You know, he looked up. He's like, oh, no. And, and then I dodged left of him. So he went and left and ended up in front of me. So I dodged him to the left and went around. And he immediately went and started surfing. Fell out of his boat, flopped out, and it was surfing in there for a while. He uh, he 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 swam right, got to shore, and I was working my way back up. And Big T here was uh, was like, "Well, I'm a I'm gonna punch that boat out right. of there." I and just, I was just looking up. I there saw like, that thing from way. I saw uh, everybody off the river. I saw that boat like flipping around. I was like, "I'm just gonna." like t-bone yeah and i was like don't do it i was just (laughs) thinking my head like oh no and sure enough he goes in there and hits the boat and he start he starts a chain surf and uh he's surfing in his fat cat with the cloud nine in there for 10 minutes and it was that long but i was up i was already kind of on my way up there he can go out if he had I was already on my way up there and uh, jumped on the rock right next to the hole, and I could almost reach the empty boat. Um, but Ted was right there, and I was like, you know, I'm going to throw your rope. So, <laughs> and uh, 
So I threw him the rope, and we were able to pull the cloud nine out, and then I pulled him out of that hole. But that was that was pretty fun. Yeah, we got you know? we got a uh, little somebody got a little video. Um, so we got some good pics of the whole trip. Yeah, and we uh, we got it out there on the uh, Waterbound Podcast Facebook site. So and our one our two rafters. Yeah. Um, so check that out, and and other folks that were there uh, have a lot more pictures too, and. Uh, so yeah, it was a fun, you know, after that, I mean, it was, I guess that was the last of the, of the wild action. Um, yeah, everybody kind of had a, a definitely nice cool trip on the way in. Good most, to go. Most definitely. Um, it was a whole lot of fun. So I don't think, I don't think any of the, I mean, it, none of it was a, nobody had like a bad swim or anything like that. It was all like, just like real quick little dips here and there. And, I mean, um, Toby could have. To- Toby uh, <laughs> was definitely in there. In a like, bad spot. Yeah. He got out of yeah. it. Yeah. Um, he got got out of it real quick. Uh, it was a sh- abbreviated swim. Um, but, uh, yeah, no, he had three flips, two flops, a couple <laughs> other random swims. Uh, it was a good day. I mean, that was yeah, like, it yeah, was yeah, like, yeah. you know, every, everybody was, nobody got hurt. Nobody, nobody ended up in, in worse, uh, Worst situations and and um, beautiful sunny days yeah, both days yeah it was gorgeous um, awesome yeah I, I mean I think I, I was thrilled to be back back there I love that river and you know that was that was awesome so and I mean I I gotta say like that the first the only time I've ever run it was last year and it was maybe at eleven hundred and we did it in duckies and that was fun but. Um, there are some sweet surf spots down there. There's so many cool little spots to surf. And, you know, just beautiful scenery. But R1 at that level, like R1 or R2 was S1, S2. I have to say that. He's giving me stink eye. Um, was I was not. <laughs> <laughs> is, uh, is right up my alley. I mean, that's like the, to me, that was like the perfect. Boat, yeah, boat to be in for my comfort level. And well, just... and and also you know at that level and and lower, it's pool drop. It's not, you know, it's not continuous. I mean, quarter mile is yeah. is continuous yes, for a quarter that. of a mile basically. <laughs> but all in all, you know, it it definitely pushes pushes people's you know pushes people's comfort zones. But also, it's it's. Uh, Man, there's so many rocks out there to set safety on, and and great spots to scout from, and it's 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 really a great stretch of river to do this type of uh, this type of uh, instruction on. Absolutely, and I think uh, you know. So after it's all said and done, I think I think everybody enjoyed it, had a good time. Um, you know, some folks found out that that's definitely something they want to pursue and some found out that maybe it wasn't and that's fine you know i mean i think that's totally that's kind of what happens with every every kind of boat uh that people get in so uh but man i uh i'm glad that you uh did it and And we're you know know, glad to be involved and it was fun fun outing so no it was it was a great experience for me too um definitely learned that you know i mean just the the spectrum of experience uh and and just you know personalities you know it's great it was great Um, it's a good group like nobody was you know nobody got too 
upset about anything. Or, no. You know, everybody got along and yeah, everybody yeah, was, was, you know, everybody was encouraging. I mean, you know, I think everybody felt like you were very encouraging and, yeah, we you know, while, like, while giving some firm instruction at the same time <laughs> when necessary, you know. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, and then just like, hey, it's okay. You know, you're you're not gonna you're not gonna pick this up, you know, right away. Yeah, it's yeah, okay. you're not. You're it's not okay gonna to have, fail. You, yeah, it's not. You're not gonna look like you've been doing it twenty years, like after doing it for a day. Yeah, but we gotta fail to succeed. Yeah, think, yeah, so. it takes a little work. Um, like we said at the beginning, like you know, it's not as easy as it looks. It's when people are good at it, they make it look easy. Um, you get out there and try it. It's going to take a little more work. You're going to fight it a little bit. Um, you'll find out that staying in the boat might be easier, but controlling the boat is more difficult. Yeah, in my opinion, after paddling yeah. various crafts. Uh huh. <laughs> and and you know, like I told everybody, an advantage to R1 paddling as soaring paddling is that you've got the whole boat to yourself. So you know, you can high side. Yeah. A lot easier with just say, you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, we were talking about this, like, just with the group, that personally now, like, I mean, I'll, I'll, I like to R2 with somebody my weight or lighter, but really I'd rather be R1 now or S1 because if I need to flop over, you know, like when I got in that hole, if there was somebody in there with, with me, we may have swam. But yeah, I or, was able to like flop out on it and, and lie or, down. Or or you it may have helped you pull out of that. Hole, That's true. But it just you know you it, it's nice to be able to just like oh I, can I like to be able to, any, I like to be able to throw my paddle around, <laughs> jump around in there like a monkey, and <laughs> do whatever I got to do. Flail, flail around a bit. Yeah, yeah. So um, definitely, um, there was a lot of interest in uh, the R one S one clinic, and we might possibly do some more and uh i've actually had a couple people ask me to do some more you know private type instructions so um and uh just to talk about you know a few things coming up uh anything that floats parade is on july 20th in Broad, and that's just yeah you can build your own craft just make sure y'all practice leave no trace ethics and uh Pull out your anything that floats and take it with throw, you. And take it with you. <laughs> throw it away, please. Yeah. Like Re- recycle it. Yeah, like like please just pull it out of the river. Make yeah. sure it makes it out of the river. So uh, so there may be some more of these clinics uh, down the road. What do you think? Yeah, I mean you know just if there's a if there's a, a request or a demand, uh, like I said, you know, might possibly do some private. Private type instruction with people. I think people. that's a great idea. Um, you know, I definitely had some requests from uh, quite a few of the folks in uh, in this weekend's clinic, and yeah, I'll let's do it. Um, and then I, I've got a uh, got a request to do a S one a ladies S one clinic. The lady of the man. Um, with Link uh, of the lady of the I'll man. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> but no, uh, I have some friend, a friend up in Asheville, and she's got a bunch of friends, and they all have shredders that they usually paddle with two people, you know, like one other person, and uh, they want to learn how to just be more confident at uh, S one paddling. So I was like, sure, you know, Sounds let's good. get, let's give it a go. But 
where there was also interest in another yeah. R1 S1 clinic. Maybe August sometime. Yeah, maybe in August. So uh, it just, yeah, you know. Yeah, send, send us uh, messages if you're interested in that sort of thing. At I, know, I know Chris Williams. Yes, sir, Chris. Was very interested. Not to call any names, but. Yeah, sorry it, to call actually, you Actually, this whole thing was part of your fault. his idea. To begin with, so. <laughs> but uh, yeah, give us a holler, uh, send us an email at uh, waterboundpodcast at gmail dot com, yeah. or and, you can uh, Facebook message us yeah. at the Waterbound Podcast Facebook page, page or. Holler at us on R one R two rafters. Yeah, yeah and check out shot. the uh, the podcast our our Facebook page for photos of this event that we talked about, and I think there's even a little video here and there. Uh, some some folks have posted. So, uh, but thanks thanks to the group that came I haven't out. seen uh-huh. I haven't seen the, All right. the videos. All right, oh well. lord. Um, but thanks uh, to you know all the participants. Uh, great group. And you know everybody, everybody did great. Um, yeah, thanks, yeah. guys. We love you. All right. Well, we went a little long, but there you go. So uh, we'll see you out there. See you downstream, gang. <laughs>